4: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is a CBC Podcast.
0: This is Play Me, Canada's national digital theatre. Each week we take some of the hottest plays and transform them into contemporary audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen.
3: And I'm Chris Tolley. Today, we feature the final installment of the Tarragon Theatre's production of Bunny by Hannah Moscovich. It was originally workshopped at the Stratford Festival in 2016 and ran at the Tarragon Theatre in both March and April of 2018. And if you're enjoying Play Me, we encourage you to rate and review us on iTunes. There is no better way of helping us get the word out about Play Me. And if you do rate us, Be sure to send us an email with your username before April 17th, and every verified review will be entered into a contest to win a copy of Hannah Moscovich's script, East of Berlin. You can find our contact information on our webpage.
0: Aroused by inappropriate love, a young woman discovers the power of her own allure. Dangerous and disorienting, Bunny is a play about repressive social convention, personal inhibition, and desire unleashed.
3: Bunny was written by Hannah Moscovich and features Gabriella Albino, Mev Beattie, Rachel Karens, Matthew Edison, Cyrus Lane, Jesse Lavercombe, and Tony O'Forey. The original theatrical production was directed by Sarah Garton Stanley. Last week on Play Me. Ooh,
2: what happened? Something bad. No, I just, I got uh, singled out by a prof and... And you fucked him. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do that that often. I just, it's just that i was so drunk, like, so drunk so much gin and... I fucked a marine in a bar
0: in Amsterdam and that's why I have Lola. Have I told you about my brother? No. Carol, I mean, he's handsome. That's what I'm trying to say. You'll meet him and you'll understand everything about me and my family and who I could have been. And you'll wonder how I got so off track.
2: When I was in high school, I did a lot of things that was not as bad as fucking lots and lots of like so many. And there were girls that looked a lot like you and they loathed me. Loathe.
0: I love you. What? I love you. This is episode three of Bunny.
1: I'm sorry I'm so late. Uh, have. I have
0: one cigarette once a week!
1: No, that's fine. Is mom home yet? No! Have you talked to her? No! Why? Uh. I thought. She's got some news.
0: It's bad? How bad? Call her. Her cancer's recurred. Her cancer. It's her cancer?
1: Or call Dad. They're together. I'm sorry. She wanted to tell Maggie herself, but... I've been trying to reach you. Where have you been? Bunny?
2: The uh, uh, library I got lost and thought up in the stacks and... Sorry... She, she... she's... Your mother? She's... Yeah.
1: It's been, a difficult. And it's gonna be... What were you studying up in the stacks? Uh,
2: the Victorians.
1: <laughs> your favorites.
2: And then, of course normal concerns were paused or abbreviated. Sorrel should probably admit to you that that was in many ways a relief. Sorrel spent the last few weeks of Carol and Maggie's mother's life looking after Lola. She went to the funeral. She stood between Maggie and Carol. When the service was over and the reception was over, Maggie went straight upstairs and started manically folding her mother's clothes into garbage bags. Carol told Sorrel to go out for a little and have a break from it all. She got in a cab. The cemetery was ugly. Was it? The grass was too green, like it was overfertilized or fake, and the headstones were too—I don't know—modern.
3: <sighs>
2: <sighs> it was off a highway, and there was traffic going look, by Look, can you not not time.
3: talk about that at this?
2: Carol's at his mother's house with Maggie. I should be with him. Why aren't you? I don't want to talk about it. Good. <sighs> <laughs> Go look back on this in another decade, and you'll just seem creepy. Can you?
3: What? What, get off you? You mean that?
2: Yeah, why wouldn't I mean it?
3: Well, you are young. When I was young, I said things I didn't mean. I
2: told a psychotherapist about you. She said that some men do this. She said that if you think I'm special and smart, that you should mentor me. You shouldn't take me to hotels. She said you'd probably done this before. I said that you said you hadn't. She said you were lying. From school? What?
3: A therapist from school? <sighs> I have something to tell you. You've
2: done this with students before. No, no, I haven't. Sir? I haven't. Sure, sure. You're
3: being... I haven't told you much about my wife because it didn't seem germane and also it felt wrong to talk about our, my marital problems with you on top of the obviously wrong and obvious betrayal of my, um, wife's pregnant. We've found out and so I want to stop. Doing this, it feels even more wrong now, and your boyfriend sounds great. He and- is. Yeah, well, you should probably. <sighs>
2: your wife's seemed unreal.
3: She's real. She's a very good person. She's an obstetrician. She, um, likes to birdwatch and run marathons and other hobbies that I don't understand.
2: I know these types of things don't last. (laughs) Do they? I don't know. Did you know how it would end? (laughs) Did you think about it? I tried not to. I
3: didn't want it to.
2: I thought I would go home for a summer and that would be it. But <laughs> I also thought that we would keep doing this. Just like this. Only in a house filled with
3: Is that, is that what you want?
2: <laughs> but it's
4: not right. <laughs> is it? You...
2: You're... Are you crying? (laughs) Yeah, I'm... I love you. You love me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course I do. Ten minutes later, Sorrel sat in the lobby bar of the hotel and drank gin and tonics. She allowed herself to cry publicly, openly. Which caused three or four men to approach her, their faces contorted with a mix of concern and desire. She should have been getting in a cab and going, but she was struggling with herself because the professor was still upstairs in the hotel room, and should she... Run up the stairs and.
1: I'll, uh, get you a glass of water.
2: I've. I was drinking. Yeah. I had some drinks with. Are. Are you okay?
1: <sighs> She's still dead. It's. I, uh. I hope I'm not putting too much on you. No. You're young. This is a lot. No, no. I didn't want to tell Maggie.
2: What, what happened?
1: It was after we all said goodbye and left the room. I went back up to get Lola's rabbit. She forgot her yeah. stuffed toy yeah, uh, I in there. Yeah, I remember. And Maggie thought she wouldn't sleep without it. And my mom was still in the hospital bed. She looked... Her skin, she looked dead. It wasn't a sheet over her yet. It just the medical equipment and it seemed so normal, sun shining and there was my mother's oh,
2: I'm sorry. <sighs> that's that's Is there something? What can I do?
1: There's nothing. I mean it would be great if you could get Maggie to stop sorting through my mom's blouses but <gasps> you do love me
2: yes of course i do of course yes some years later sorrel marries him sorrel can barely suppress her enjoyment when she introduces carol to her parents they experience an almost existential horror when confronted with the enormity of his family's fortune A private art collection. A superfluity of vehicles. The professor doesn't return to teach the following year. The department calendar lists him as on sabbatical, and the following year as taking part in a faculty exchange with a prominent university in the United States. Years later at a conference, Sorrel would pick up a book of literary theory authored by him, and the dedication would read, to a student? When Sorrel becomes a professor of Victorian literature, with an emphasis on its persistence as a form into the late 20th and 21st centuries, Carol buys her a diamond bracelet Antique, 1800s. He still sometimes comes and sits at the back of her lecture halls and listens in, smiling, looking handsome and cramped by the students' seating. Carol and Sorrel have children, two of them, Aidan and Chloe. They both possess a quickness with mathematics and a tendency to argue, which can only be Sorrel's side of the family genetically asserting itself. The sex is good. Most of the time, it's good. They have a house filled with art. When Maggie turns 38, she's diagnosed with breast cancer, and mid-chemotherapy walks around a gallery where her work is being hung, holding a barf bag. Maggie chooses to die at the family's summer property by the lake.
0: I heard your car pull up. The weather's been good. It's just life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Kids are with your mom and dad?
2: They'll do wholesome things. Science museums Strawberry picking Reading Das (laughs) Kapital They'll come at some point When I look horrible No You look a little horrible
0: This doesn't Move right
2: Lola
4: (laughs) Who's this? Angel. Angel? Angel. Yeah, that's my name my mom gave me.
0: Angel's family have a place on the lake. You probably met him when he was little.
4: Oh, red-headed kid. I remember you, too.
5: I wanted to come in
0: and Lola bought you strawberries. <laughs> she did the grocery shopping.
5: Do you still like strawberries? Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> Don't stay inside with us. Go. Go out.
5: She's telling me to go play, I think.
4: See ya.
0: She's grown up. <gasps> Lola's grown up. She's probably gonna go off and give that young man a blowjob. Is she Mags? While well, she's seventeen. What were you doing at her age? Uh-huh.
2: Is she dating him?
0: I don't know. It's hard to tell. He's distracting her. <sighs> Lately I've been thinking Has Lola turned out all right?
2: You're a good mother. You let Lola feel things. I stand over my kids and ensure their only emotions a kind of jauntiness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you'll the worst thing is Lola and how she'll Of course. She bought you strawberries. (laughs) Do you remember what you were like when we first met? You were very strange. (laughs) I thought you'd
2: float off. And (laughs) I dress better now.
4: (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) We could go out and swim.
5: You go. I'm... Sad.
4: Sad well your mother's dying so
5: it's like this it comes and goes
4: sit there for a second I'm getting you a drink why it's how people cope with loss I've been reading up it's a liqueur almond I think drink it
5: have some with me let's drink the whole bottle and then go for a swim how is she
2: Resting. She asked if you go up, as long as she's not interrupting.
4: Come find me after?
2: Uh, Oh, there must be something better. It it was
4: for Lola. (laughs) thought she'd like something sweet.
2: It's good she has someone other than... Oh, I was going to say adults, but you're an adult?
4: I'm 23. Mm -hmm. Lola's fine with it when people talk to her like she's a child. I'm not. I'm sick of being taught things. I want to get a motorcycle and just drive. I'm, I'm kidding. I want to finish school. <laughs> what are you studying? <laughs> Commerce. Do you like it? Uh, I, I like what I'm being taught. I don't like my professors or my classmates. I think they're dicks. Is that a bad sign? <laughs> I've had some friends who've taken your classes. They've said some nice things.
2: Oh, yeah? Like what?
4: That you're intimidatingly intelligent. (laughs) Also that you're a babe. Uh, uh, Oh, well.
2: Yeah, I guess I knew on some level that's why they come to class.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. Is your husband coming up here soon? He is, yeah. That's good. For Lola? She's uh, she's strong. She's handling it. She comes off as sweet, but she's. What am I saying? She's sweet as fuck. <laughs> she plays, still jumps on trampolines. She'll switch back to being a kid. I, I love that in her though. <laughs> she's not skipping stages in life. Everyone wants to hurry up and get married so they can hurry up and divorce. <laughs> How old were you when you got married?
2: Twenty-three.
4: Taking you a long time to divorce.
2: Sorrel felt a twinge of... (sighs) She helped Maggie. Slept. Woke. Helped Maggie. Slept. Woke. Went for swims. She must have gone over to the bookshelf at some point and picked up and old copy of a favorite George Eliot, and then she made breakfast and checked on Maggie and lay on the bank of the lake with Lola hmm. where's Angel? canoeing? <laughs> are you
5: smiling because I said his name? <laughs> is he here? he said I'm pretty He said I've probably been pretty all along, but he just noticed it this summer. He says things like that. (laughs) But I think he's going to hold back because of mom. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my weird answer. (laughs) Uh,
2: Not weird.
5: He's handsome. Uh, He is. Isn't he? You'll get along with him. He thinks a lot and reads a lot. Uh,
4: What are you guys talking about? Ourselves. (laughs) Ourselves. <laughs> Were you talking about me? Were you saying Angel is very good at canoeing? Come on, I was out there showing off and neither of you noticed. Did you notice?
5: You're very good at canoeing.
4: Yeah, I know. Did you notice? Mm-hmm. Did you notice? No. <laughs> but next time you'll notice. <laughs> it's nice. It's quiet out here. Come on, what were you guys saying about me? <laughs> Lola. Uh, Come on, Lola. What were you saying about me? No
5: way! I'm going to get a Popsicle. Do either of you want one? Sure.
4: <laughs> so, you, uh, you think I'm handsome?
0: Oh.
4: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm acting stupid around you. It's it's actually almost a good feeling. You... You're...
2: You...
5: You have to get her to take more pain medication. She's driving me crazy by not taking I am anything. Taking I know, it. You I'm are. Mola, yeah, but you're not. Because, because I want enough. to be lucid.
1: I'll talk to the nurse and we'll find a good level.
5: He's going to make you take it. I hope you're not going to learn guitar and be one of those guys who comes back after summer vacation and says I taught myself guitar.
4: Mean <laughs> work.
1: Trying to finish up. I can stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you reading?
5: Um, that again.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> when I was little, she was always reading literature with a thousand pages, and everyone else was reading celebrity junk.
4: I've read that book.
2: Oh, yeah? English Literature for Commerce Students?
4: <clears throat> Did you like it? It's on your course list? Mm-hmm. Then I liked it. I did like it. All the stifled emotion. The sentences are very long. They are. I like how the men fall in love. They love the women a lot when they fall for them, and they can't stop. I think that's true. George Eliot had that right, don't you think, Sorrel? I don't know how men love. Then I'm telling you.
5: See? I told him I thought you two would get along. He's got a lot of good opinions. (laughs) Max? Mom, you look has gotten a little worse. I'll come up with you. No, stay with Angel. We'll take Maggie up. No! I want to come to bed with you.
0: Of course.
2: don't
4: have the drink I'm going then go
2: fuck Maggie's sick in the night she's very sick and Sorrel sits up with her The morning must have happened. In the afternoon, Lola splashes in the shallow and (laughs) pulls on a summer dress and goes and sits on the shore of the lake with Maggie. Inside the house, Carol makes calls. He finds a new night nurse for Maggie, tells his assistant to arrange a car service for their children. Things. Things. Sorrel? Sorrel is with Angel
4: in the canoe. That's not water. It's whiskey. Give me that? Quiet out here. Mm Is this what they mean by a low sky? Clouds that are... low. Water's green. You have a lot of green in you. It's your veins, I think. Under your skin. You look.
2: Let's go back.
4: Yeah, we could walk around that island. Let's get out on that island. We'll get cut up. By what? Brambles. No, nah, I've been out on it before There's a slope with some grass on one side We could lie down Look up at the sky through the trees Okay, and let's, underbrush. let's go back
2: It's getting late
4: We've been out here an hour I don't think you've been sitting out here with me For an hour without Thinking Thinking that
2: Angel Come on let's go back I'm now. not
4: I'm it's I'm not, not funny. Being, I know I know how bad it is I've thought about she she likes me and she's young and her mother's You're young I'm young yeah I'm young but she's younger I know it probably doesn't matter but I haven't said anything to her I haven't done anything with her there's, <laughs> turn, there's turn no that there's nothing we're no <sighs> we're gonna stay out here until we at least. This'll sound young, too, and stupid, but I'm getting drunk. I'm getting loaded to not think about you.
2: Okay, so she shouldn't do it, right? She shouldn't do it.
4: I want to. So badly. And...
2: Yes. The longing. And then the shame comes in because she's tried to be good. She's tried to be good and normal and... Be a good person and choose the right men, yes, yeah, and not fuck the wrong ones and not break the rules. But she's not a Victorian. For fuck's sake. She's not a heroine. In a small boat rowed by a man. This isn't even a rowboat. It's a canoe. In Canada. She doesn't. This isn't.
0: Bunny? Yes.
2: Yeah. Bunny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hello, Anat. Max. I was thinking of when she was little. She got bitten by mosquitoes. She poked a hole in the screen on her window and they came in. Morphine. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted you, I guess. Where's Angel? He's been following you around.
2: Yeah, he has. Yeah. Yeah. I got in a canoe with him today and feels so bad to say this out loud because of a million reasons. But then it's always uh, felt bad whenever I've thought of doing or do anything that's even a little, and maybe... Yeah, there is nothing wrong with you. Max, you know, it's not like me to, it's more like me to analyze female friendships and to (laughs) I have a feeling of my heart being opened up with the can opener. I keep running my fingers through my hair. I think it's because I want to pull it out. My mind keeps going to you, to you. And how much I love you, Maggie, I love you. Do you? Of course I do. I love you beyond love. I don't know how I'm gonna close myself up again when you're gone.
0: But Bunny. Yeah. I got
2: so off track. Mags, no. No, you didn't. You did everything right. Did I?
0: All of it. Bunny, yeah, don't be scared. That was episode three of Bunny. Visit playmepodcast.com to learn more about our shows, leave a comment, or let us know what you think of our podcast.
3: Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Hawley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Special thanks to our partners, the Playwrights Guild of Canada, Factory Theatre, Tarragon Theatre, and the Musical Stage Company. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information, visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.